Morgan Stanley CEO said he's thrilled about his company's acquisition at E-Trade, but what does a move like this mean for customers? Will it be better for you? We'll tackle that with the CEO of Hey Money and host of the Pete the Planner podcast. Believe it or not, it's Pete the Planner, Peter Dunn, on today's Money with Friends. Welcome back to the Money with Friends podcast, coming to you live from Mom's Half Finished Basement outside Detroit, Michigan, where we make the Stacking Benjamin Show. I'm Joe Saul Cihai. And I'm Peter Dunn, broadcasting on taped together tongue disp- uh, dispensers. <laughs> like, I, truly, I'm such a big deal that I use tin cans to talk to you now. Thanks for having me, Joe. He does. It's a very long cord between your treehouse and our basement. This is the podcast where we cover recent stories ripped from the financial press. Today's is, comes to us from Industry Rag Investment News. Not only do we read them like some podcasts do, but Pete and I are going to dive into how these affect your wallet and what you can do to invest, save, and pay down debt more effectively. If that's not enough, at the end of the show... Are you sitting down? We're going to say, share a big idea that you can take with you, be better with your money the rest of your day, all in usually less than 20 minutes. Today's show is brought to you by Tiller Money, your financial life in a Google Sheet or Microsoft Excel, automatically updated every day. It's the most flexible way to track your finances in one place. If you use our link, tillerhq.com forward slash MWF, you will not only be able to try it out for free, but if you decide you like it, you'll get 10% off your annual subscription. That's tillerhq.com forward slash MWF. And we didn't scare them away yesterday back for another day it's pete the planner himself peter dunn how are you man i can't tell you how much my life has improved in the last 24 hours i'm sure you're getting calls from all the relatives now aren't you saying you must be a big deal i am i don't have to wait till thanksgiving anymore to have really deep (laughs) disagreements with those that i share bloodlines with i remember when i first became a financial planner and uh i was maybe two years into it And um, things were going really well. And my parents came to visit and we took them out to see Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, starring Donnie Osmond, by the way. Yes. And took them to downtown Detroit to Greek town for some food ahead of time. Mm. And my dad and I are sitting there. And this is the first time, Pete, I've ever taken my parents out for dinner, right? Because things are going pretty good for Cheryl and I. And my dad leans across the table and goes, so this finance thing, you think you're going to keep doing it? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah dad <laughs> might, might be a keeper and he, i i was a financial advisor for a long time and probably 15 years into my career we go to my wife's aunt's house who i'd known for 20 years at this point it's a holiday meal and she looks over at me and she goes how is the car insurance business <laughs> <laughs> like what well, i don't you, know <laughs> you have a reputation for insurance i'm just saying That's what people are saying. (laughs) That's right. Well, Pete and I are going to talk about insurance today. We're going to talk about brokerages today. As a full-service broker, Morgan Stanley uh, bought E-Trade some time ago, but as they integrate these two companies together... we're going we're gonna to go over some comments made by the CEO that were interesting and get Pete's take on it. Let's see which one of our friends, though, is going to help us kick off today's show. This is Lacey from the Military Money Show. The money-talking party starts right now. 
It's time for Money with Friends. All right. This piece, as I mentioned, comes to us from Investment News, and it is uh, written by Bruce Kelly. Morgan Stanley's Gorman, quote, thrilled with E-Trade purchase. Uh, Bruce writes, Morgan Stanley CEO James Gorman is so happy about the acquisition of E-Trade Financial Corp., which is expected to close in the fourth quarter this year, that he plans on sticking with the online trading firm's name and brand. When large financial institutions like Morgan Stanley buy another company, the name of the acquired company company is often erased from history as if it never existed at all. That won't be the case when Morgan Stanley, which said in February it was buying E-Trade for $13 billion in stock, ultimately absorbs the company. Quote, I couldn't be happier about this deal. Gorman said Tuesday during an online presentation at Morgan Stanley's annual U.S. financial conference. It's one thing during negotiations, there's posturing, there's stuff going on. But now that we're dealing with folks who are going to be colleagues and their team has been really world-class, he said. I'm really impressed with their management team, and I'm really impressed with their technology, with their digital banking capability. One thing we've learned through COVID, the article continues, is that people are using digital more, not less, Gorman said. That's why Amazon and Google and all these companies have exploded. It's the same in our business. So having world-class digital capability, if ever we needed it, We need it now and add in not having to build it, but buying it and putting it in our system. He said, I'm thrilled about it. The E-Trade deal expands Morgan Stanley's online and so-called self-directed platform for the less than ultra rich. The firm has more than 15,000 financial advisors. Gorman is pleased enough that he foresees hanging on to the E-Trade brand to some degree. We will keep the front end. We will keep the brand E-Trade powered by Stanley like that. He said the brand has real value. It's important to their client base. The E-Trade acquisition strengthens Morgan Stanley. He said overall, the deal makes Morgan Stanley larger. It diversifies the company, gives the firm greater digital banking capabilities, and it appeals to a younger demographic that wants to do brokerage and banking online. Gorman said this gives us a technology organization that infuses ours with innovation he said it's man i wanted to talk to you specifically pete about this piece because there's there's a lot going on here i think that for two people that have been in the industry for a while that we may have a little bit different opinion than uh than people that are outside of the industry have so when you see initially when you see a company like a morgan stanley buy an e-trade what's your first just gut thought I think they're going to try to convert do-it-yourselfers to let us do it yours. Not a word, but that's their only play because, Joe, these are people, E-Trade traders, are people who have given the Heisman to Morgan Stanley and said, we don't need you, and now they are owned by them. It, it, so to me, it's just – it it it. I don't know if it's going to work, frankly. I don't I, I don't know if it's going to be end up being a good investment for Morgan Stanley. Man, that's my first thought too is this is a huge culture clash. Just a yeah. monster culture clash. And I know when I was a financial planner, when I would have people that historically like to do everything themselves, uh it 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 was always a where do we meet in the middle? How do we meet in the middle? And a lot of people I worked with couldn't handle that at all. And I'll tell you what ended up happening. In this case, E-Trade would completely lose the asset. 
um, which is the person, right? I hate to tell you this, but in Morgan Stanley, if you're an E-Trade customer, you are not a customer. You are what they call an asset. And they look at the amount of money that you have with them. And my feeling is exactly the same as yours, Pete, is they are going to try to find a way to get in deeper with that, with that person. <laughs> I liked, uh, I feel like you changed word course there for a second. I, I appreciated that. Um, here's what's going to happen. They are going to solicit further business with this E-Trade base and anger these people. And the people are just going to go, screw it. I'm going to TD. That's exactly what's going to happen. So it's like, Joe, you, you may have gone through this. I know when I sold my investment practice, I sold it to a, a gentleman and he may or may have not, honestly, I don't know, angered my former clients that he purchased the asset of, you know, the ability to serve them. I don't know, but I'm sure there was attrition when it was all said and done. And that's what will be happening here. How much, what is going to be the attrition rate of this E-Trade block once Morgan Stanley as fresh meat. Yeah. And, and, and I'll tell you the piece, the, the, the one line that Mr. Gorman said in here that leads me to believe that when he said, we're going to keep the front end, when he said, we're going to keep the front end, it means he's gutting the back of it. He's, he's unleashing his brokers on everybody. And uh, yeah, we're going to see, we're going to see a whole new world. Uh, this happened, this has happened a few times. I, I think of uh, when uh, Merrill Lynch purchased uh, uh, Bank of America, which came with some brokerage customers. Immediately, all I heard was Bank of America customers just getting raided, just getting completely uh, uh, called over and over by Merrill Lynch brokers. Think about, um, was it when Intuit uh, bought Mint, you know? it's a, you, you have these businesses that they think, oh, you know what? They've got a good customer base. Let's go in there, keep the name, and then cross-sell. And, and I think that is exactly what's going to happen. What is funny to me about is I think, and this is overly critical, and I, Mr. Gorman, I apologize, but that's what we're doing here. I feel like his language is super dismissive in this this interview. Unless they were completely off the cuff comments or unprepared comments, there was a lot of explaining away, right? He'd be like, and this or something like that. And, and I, I feel like that's it's likely the attitude around this block of business that it is literally a customer base and he doesn't particularly care how they like to trade because he's going to show them how they need to be traded. Yeah. I don't know the history here either, but certainly if he's, he seemed to be in part of this walking, must've been walking back comments he'd made in the past. Cause he talks about how in the past he was posturing and how there were certain things going on. But now I looked under the hood and man, is it great. Hey, we're, we're six months away from opening this thing and it looks great and everybody should stick around because it totally is going to be a magic show that you're not going to want to miss. And maybe Pete, I mean, maybe we are being too cynical. Maybe, maybe it does work out. Just the history of these, these mergers are not great for the customer. Well, think about what the online you know, brokerage industry has done. It has taken consumer demand of cheaper and cheaper and cheaper and cheaper trades to zero. And so now maybe this works 10 years ago. Maybe you could, you know, uh, put the, the yolk back in the egg, which is not an expression, Joe, but maybe you could. Uh, now that ship is sailed and now I'm mixing metaphors. There's eggs, there's boats. I don't know. It's We're having an omelet on a yacht. That's exactly mm. what's happening. And it's a Morgan Stanley owned brokerage 
yacht and and the client the client doesn't own it the broker does you remember that old commercial i don't remember which discount broker it was but the older guy sitting across from the young broker and the guy says the broker says hey i'm envisioning i'm envisioning tuscany (laughs) (laughs) and the the client goes yes he's like and i'm envisioning a nice beautiful villa yes i'm envisioning 42 years old wait a minute i'm 50 the broker says oh we're talking about you like there's there's maybe a little bit of that going on hey we do this live on facebook you want to hang out with us while i make the show it's facebook.com forward slash iStack benjamins adrian's hanging out with us and says will this or could this lead to other large companies buying up online brokers and create a potential monopoly in the distant future e-trade's known for its low fees question is will morgan stanley change this the answer i think i think pete and i both are voting for yes adrian uh but in terms of monopoly pete i i don't think so yeah, there's some other options out there. I mean, your favorite company in America, I think it made Joe's list of most ethical and respected companies. Robinhood is still in the space and has really cheap trading. Well, and look at, you know, not just Robinhood, but we've got other players there. I know uh, M1 Finance, who I do like, uh, just had a new round of venture capital uh, funding in the last week. So good news out of M1. So we, there, there's some other, I mean, there's always going to be, remember when Wealthfront and Betterment uh, were the hot new things? I think I think they're the more Adrian that you see these big brokerage firms swallow competition and then they mess it up, the more it 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 becomes a fertile ground for somebody with a new idea to come in. I when I say I love this, what I mean is I politely hate it is when a, a brand buys a very a, one company buys a successful brand and then changes everything and then complains about why it failed. Right. You know, in, in restaurants, you look at steak and shake, right? I'm a Midwesterner, so I can talk about steak and shake with confidence. The size 34 waist proves it used to be 30. Uh, steak and shake was ruined by uh, a gentleman by the name of Biglari, uh, who thought he was the next Warren Buffett. But and then and then he complains, well, what's wrong with these customers? It's like, no, dude, you ruined the company. And so that's what is at stake yeah. with these sorts of acquisitions. Yeah. Well, we talked about that locally. My son just took his car to a car wash. This guy was known for great customer service at his car wash. Same thing. Known for great customer service at his car wash. You go through the automated car wash, Pete, and at the end of it, you would have four people around your car buffing your car. And it was as much show as anything else, right? But what it showed is we care about our customer. He sold it for a bundle of money to somebody else. That that uh, that buyer Five years later, sold it back to him for half of the guy bought it back for half of what he sold it for, took half the money, gave it back and ended up uh, ended up uh, making a ton of money again just because they 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 ruined it. Uh, Sad stuff. Hey, in just a second, Pete and I are going to have our big takeaway from today's piece. But want to talk a little bit about about uh, Tiller, our sponsor for today's show. You know, Tiller money is what I use to not only track my expenses, but also to create a budget. What I like about Tiller is that even though it's a spreadsheet, which sounds complicated, there's a whole, whole nation of Tiller users who are out there creating spreadsheets already so that you don't have to. They have all kinds of templates at Tiller. And if you use our link, tillerhq.com forward slash MWF for money with friends, guess what? you get 10% off your annual subscription. Your financial life automatically updated every day. They will securely move all of your transactions every day uh, into your spreadsheet. Head to tillerhq.com forward slash MWF to see how it works. Man, Pete, what's our big takeaway today? My takeaway is that uh, 
when you get a good thing like uh, online convenient trading, you strip away the fees and make it even more popular. That doesn't necessarily make it a good investment for big old businesses that then want to raid those customers and charge them new fees. And so I fear that Mr. Stanley, and of course there is no Mr. Stanley at this point, that he may have thrown good money after bad. Maybe. I mean, he's going after the asset. And he's probably has a formula, though, Pete, that he's looking at. If, if I can buy these, quote, assets, horrible way of thinking, but that's what they do. If, if, uh, if I can buy these assets for X amount of money and we are able to save Y, then, then, it, then it makes it worth it, even if we lose a ton, of, a ton of assets. It's interesting how much this kills innovation, though, Pete. You know, a lot of the time you'll see these, uh, these culture clashes kill innovation. I would also like to say the irony is not lost on me that you and I are criticizing, or I'll speak for myself, I'm criticizing this decision, and I'm the amateur at this. When yesterday's show, we were criticizing a guy <laughs> who amateur. guessed an American purchase and beat the billionaire. So basically what I'm saying, Joe, is I'm a moron. <laughs> well, let me tell you where I come down, because I don't think that you're a moron. What I think is, I think it still might be, my point was, Pete, it may be good for Morgan Stanley. The question at the top of the show is, is it good for customers? Historically, not so. Historically, hasn't been the case. That's fair. Maybe we re reconvene on this very topic one year from today and revisit this. Pete, my card says we got two minutes to talk left. Uh, so tell us about Hey Money and the Pete the Planner Show. Well, the Pete the Planner show is frankly a lot like this. The jokes are better on your show. The technology works better <laughs> on your show. Actually, no one listened to my podcast. Just listen to Stacking <laughs> Benjamins and the family of podcasts. It is Joe. Uh, and hey, money, we are a group of professional financial problem solvers, many of them CFPs and AFCs, which is accredited financial counselors that maintain uh, relationships with people who want help for about 20 bucks a month. So we tried to say, how can you have financial planning light for around $200 a year? And that's what we've done. You can go to callheymoney.com to learn more. Callheymoney.com. And we'll also have a link on our website, which is uh, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. Pete, we will see you in a month, my friend. Thanks for hanging out. I will make sure to tape together a better microphone next time, friend. <laughs> This show is created and hosted by Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and is a joint venture of BRK Media LLC and Stacking Benjamins LLC, copyright 2020. Ryan Sini and Nicole Thornhill from Pro Podcast Solutions engineered this show, and Ashley Wall is the producer. For a list of the thought leaders who appear on the podcast, head to our website, moneywithfriendspodcast.com. You can also check out our schedule for upcoming recording sessions so you can join us and be a part of the show. As with anything, remember, you shouldn't take advice from any of us or other video or podcasts without first talking to your financial advisor and that the people in this episode are here for your and their entertainment purposes only. I'm Joe's mom's neighbor, Doug, and we'll see you back here next time with another episode of Money with Friends. Money with Friends.